For me, it's not a brain fart. It's literally 7,000 animals, 500 oceans singing in oceans. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Ancient Podcast. This is episode four, and I'm your host, Sammy. And today I've got a lovely guest. I think I say the same thing every week. All my guests are lovely. They're all fucking great. Uh, yeah, I've got my guest here today, Hinali. Hey, Hinali. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How you been? I've been good, you know, getting on with lockdown 2.0, <laughs> doing Listen, what you can. We're here right now, yeah, we're literally, we're here right now, lockdown, <clears throat> yeah, we're here right now, lockdown 2.0, and uh, I don't know, it's like this, it's a phony lockdown, like, I feel like, like, when you go outside, the trains are still normal, I, when I was coming here, the drive down, there was quite a lot, a lot of traffic. It was traffic. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. it's crazy, isn't it? It's like, no one's really taking this too, too seriously. This one's got weird rules as well, we're still allowed to do this. You're allowed yeah. to walk with someone, yeah. but you're locked down. Yeah, literally. Like, um, Even on my Instagram today, when I put up that I was doing the episode, everyone's like, "How are you? is it not locked down? Like, how is it? the studio still running? It's still like a source of income for certain people. It's a place of work for certain people and like me. So yeah, it's still open, thank God. Uh, yeah, this, this little studio has become like a safe haven, you it's know. Uh, today we're here talking all about like holistic healing, healthy living, in incumbent with mental health, right? I'm so into holistic health. I'm so into spiritual healing, energy mm. healing, preventing something so you don't have to take a tablet to fix something that you could have fixed yeah. and not gotten there. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff. I'm, I'm a believer that food is medicine. Certain foods are medicine. Certain herbs are medicine. Mm-hmm. Certain spices. I believe that we don't have to be charged the way we are financially yeah. uh-huh. to fix something that our environment's created. Yeah, Basically. no, I, I, I totally agree with you, you know, and, I, and this is why I, I had you on, because I think sometimes on my social media, I can come a, come, come across like a bit of a conspiracy theorist when it comes to like holistic healing and, and, and you know, everyone knows I love to dabble in a bit of weed, you know, I love smoking. So some people think that when I'm talking about weed and, and this kind of stuff, and not that saying that holistic medicine is uh, surrounded around that, but I'm talking <laughs> about my own experiences. And uh, yeah, like I think it's, yeah. So we're gonna get to the bottom of that, I yeah, guess. Yeah, let's do it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get right in. What kind of brought you on to this kind of holistic healing? Kind of besides the point of you know finances and the way pharmaceutical companies are set mm. up. Like, what was kind of your push for that? So I guess uh, it's going back now. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it happened at a time I didn't even know it happened, right? So I'd go up to Newcastle. Me and my dad would go up to Newcastle to see my aunt. And my aunt would sit in her room for hours. And I'd be like, oh, what's she doing? What's she doing? And everyone's like, oh, Reiki. And I was like, oh, what's that? I like, mm, don't know what that is. Yeah. I was like six, seven. Uh-huh. And everyone was laughing about Reiki. Like, oh, yeah, she's like, she's crazy. She's just doing <laughs> Reiki by herself. So I was like, oh, I wouldn't know what that is. Brought in. So anyway, one day she sat with me and she was like, this is like healing. And I was just like, oh, you're crazy. Like, mm. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not part of this. But mm. I still could couldn't help every time I went there that every summer yeah I couldn't help but go to her room and try and sit with her when she's doing Reiki it made me feel calm so what's the process of Reiki so Reiki is like energy healing so basically you've got your chakras Mm -hmm. so you've got your third eye uh your crown all the chakras in the middle Reiki is basically like energy like you're clearing them like cleansing your energy okay cool imagine like a detox Uh uh-huh so you're not taking any like you're not taking any powders mushroom weed yeah 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 yeah. not not what i'm on (laughs) different medicine (laughs) different kind of medicine but like you're letting the energy flow through flow through you sorry Uh so like got your hand on like the energy points all the negativity or the toxicness come mm-hmm. out and you're just letting it be clear letting yourself set your own intentions yeah. fill yourself with whatever whatever energy you think you need mm-hmm. Do you know what i mean yeah um so yeah i was proper into that like i was so into it didn't even realize mm-hmm. 
And anyway, like as things got on, like you kind of get like, you know, you you live your teen years. Like, yeah. You go out, you drink, you don't realize how toxic it can be. Yeah. Like you it's eat true. whatever because it's there. Um, and I was someone that I was like, oh, I don't think I'm religious. But my parents never forced religion on me. Mm. Um, so then I started hitting 19, 20. I started getting into my religion. I was like, okay, what is this about? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going and on? And just, just let the viewers know what religion are you? I'm Hindu. Okay, cool. Hindu. Cool. So when I was like, oh, all right, you're telling me to do this. I don't really know why I'm doing it. Like, uh-huh. talk to me. Like, why am I? Like, my grandma's proper religious. Yeah. And I'm close to her. Both of them, actually. Mm. I'd be like, so why do I do this? Tell me. Mm-hmm. And they'd explain it to me. But there was science behind it. So, okay. like, you clap loud because you're raising the vibrations. When you raise vibrations around you, mm-hmm. you're bringing in things of that vibration. So That's so interesting. I never even, you never even think of it like that, mad, right? It's mad, isn't it? Like, yeah. So when we pray, we have to project. Like, mm. I'm just like, why are you shouting at God? Like, why? you're shouting your prayers like <laughs> what's going on yeah 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 and my grandma's like again like you're, you're raising your frequency it's like a radio mm-hmm. if you put the frequency to one station you're going to get that music yeah if you adjust your own frequency you're going to get that music you're going to cool. get high you're going to get like a get higher frequency okay cool i'm so with you that's the law of vibration mm-hmm. um basically obviously put in a really simple term that's so the there's the, the term for that is the law of law vibration. vibration all right yeah. cool i'm with you so that started getting me really into it. And then I was just like, all right, cool. Like, I, I believe there's some truth in this. Mm-hmm. I'm being told that paracetamol can fix a migraine, <laughs> but I'm not being told why I got the migraine. Yeah, okay. So that's what I need to, you know. Get you, to get to that. Yeah. yeah, and you get that that weird age where you start to ask questions and you're like, I, I want to know why this works. Why does this mm. work? And maybe I got there a bit late. I got there like 19, 20, 21, you know. I was on my own path. It happens. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. So I was trying to work it out. Like, w- what do I believe? Like, what is it that I believe? Mm. Then I started to realise that I was close to my, my dad, my mum, both my grandmas, my aunts, all of them. And I started to realise in my dad particularly, like, mm. I think he's got mental health issues. Okay, got you. Okay. Like, this, is this something you picked up really early on? Yeah, just uh, really. I, I always knew there was something that he wasn't like other dads. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know that way too well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, functional dads. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he mm-hmm. didn't, like, um, I don't know, like, if I said, oh, dad, what, you know, like, as a kid, if I was joking, like, dad, what are you can do when they get married? He's like, I wouldn't come. Yeah. But oh, my it, God, my dad was a, oh, my God, my dad gives the same response. Even now, if I ask me, he's like, I don't think I'll come. Yeah. And, you, and you, for, I think as a kid, as a, I used to think he's joking. He's joking. And then when you get into your adult life, you're like, oh, actually. No, I don't think he's coming. I genuinely don't think he's going to come. <laughs> but the worst thing is, if you if someone was to ask you why, mm. would you have an answer? At that ta- at that age, no. Now, I'd be like, yeah, my dad's just not not like other dads. But with, yeah, like you're saying, with our dads, like, yeah, there's something different. <laughs> like, you know there's something different. Maybe off, maybe wrong. Yeah. So from a young age, I started to take care of him because mm. I knew there were certain things he couldn't handle in the same way that I knew it was meant to happen. So if we went, I don't know, cinema, yeah. my dad used to go cinema. Mm-hmm. If the person selling the ticket said something in a certain way, I knew he was going to blow. Mm. I knew something was going to happen. So I would immediately interject. I was like, what, 10, 11? Like, and yeah. you start to learn to be this mediator. I'm taking care of my dad. Mm. He's not really taking care of me. Like, you know, in that way. And don't get me wrong, he was quite supportive. He was quite, like, emotionally in tune with me. So if I would cry, you'd always see my dad cry. Aww. It was really cute. Really cute. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't understand why. Mm. I was still like, well, can't he just, like... Not. Yeah, not cry. Like, don't cry. Tell me what to do. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But then sometimes, like, if I fell over, for example, just get mad at me. Like, like I fell over because I wanted to. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me, I swear. Just irritable, right? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, highly you, irritable. You have to catch them in the right mood. Mm. And you spend your life... Walking on eggshells, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Mm. So then I start to notice that it's something wrong. You know, don't know, you know. Mm. Certain things are starting to pick up on. But like I said, because I'm close to my grandma, I talk to her about it. Be like, what's going on with this guy today? Like, what mood is he in Chat today? to your son, bruv. <laughs> like, tell me what's going on. And she would always, bless her, like, She's a mum. Yeah. Yeah. She's got seven kids. Mashallah. Eight, <laughs> yeah, it's eight, a lot of kids. Eight kids, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, she'd, she'd obviously be like, yeah, he's just like that. He's just like that. Mm. They're just like that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, cool, all right, cool. You know, my grandma used to call my dad her broken hand. Really? That was her nickname for him. Actually, my mum said that when they got married, like on like her wedding night, my grandma was just like, yeah, I've given you my broken hand to look after. Like that was like you know, like in passing. Like that's my mum says that 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 really stuck out for her, and that's I think when that was her first indicator that maybe things aren't a hundred percent with with my pops and his siblings. used to say it all the time like he's just not. I hate the word normal, but they used to just say he wasn't really normal. Like yeah. like, and I think his life really showed that. But yeah, carry on. We're like back and forth. Yeah, yeah and you know what it is as well. In their day, what was mental health? Right, we're just learning everything about it so this is going back what like my dad would have been 63 64 this year yeah so like what did they know back then do you mm. know what I mean so that whole that whole concept of mental health was non-existent back then completely non-existent mm. do you know what I mean like it just wasn't it just wasn't there it yeah. just wasn't even a thing and then um, I'll tell you about one thing actually so I started to realize yeah he you know he was getting ill mentally like and i tried i tried to get him to go therapy mm. i tried get i tried paying for counseling i'd drop yeah. him outside i'd pick him up he'd have a <laughs> costa in his hand but like, dad where have you been he's like yeah i went i was like no you didn't, didn't. costa's that way <laughs> oh my days you know it's actually so refreshing here you because this actually i didn't think this was gonna this conversation was gonna occur yeah, yeah. but you know i'm so glad it has because it's just giving me like a little bit of uh, like a warmth in my heart that oh, okay you know what I'm not the only person no, going through not. this with my parent but so this is like basically taking care of your dad kind of became the reason as to why you went into the holistic yeah, healing yeah. thing and um, it just made me think a lot like I would he would do Saturday morning prayers mm -hmm. and I would sit with him like from a really young age and that for me was meditation I didn't even know it mm. which is crazy but I used to come out of there feel I felt calm like it wasn't that I spoke to God I didn't ask for anything mm. I just sat there I was calm I just listened to his voice it was calming mm. and I was all right cool like there's some things going on fast forward a couple of years ago and I was at my boyfriend's house and uh my dad phoned me and he goes oh um nothing to worry about but I'm gonna make a doctor's appointment Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, why? What's going on? He goes, oh, my legs are a bit swollen, mm -hmm. like just like quite swollen. They hurt to walk on. Okay, so I was like, okay, make an appointment. I'll take time off work. We'll we'll go together. Mm -hmm. And just to give some context, like that was in March two thousand eighteen. Mm -hmm. A couple of years, maybe between twenty thirteen twenty eighteen. Me and my dad weren't that close. Okay, so I'd take care of him where I could, mm. help out where I could, but we weren't like best friends like we used to be. Like we were. He was finding relationships, like, post-divorce. I was happy for him. Mm. I was happy because I wanted him to have his his life and yeah. his thing. So I was trying not to get in the way of that. But then when I got that phone call, mm. I put the phone down and I just cried. Mm. I just cried because I was like, there's something more here. Yeah. And I just felt it in my heart. Mm. And I remember I phoned my mum that day. I was on, on the way back to, to my dad's. And I phoned my mum and I was like, I don't think dad's going to make it to next year. And she was like, what? Like, there's one doctor's appointment. You're... To 
you've been a bit yeah a like where's it coming from yeah, yeah. Mm. so i started to think okay there's more why am i feeling so sure that there's more mm. that's not that's not yeah right. that's not but normal. is it like did you have like an inner was it like a sixth sense kind of feeling it was this thing where anybody could have told me otherwise mm. i would not heard them mm. you know when you're in that mood where like someone's saying to you know the sky is blue and you're like no nope, that's yeah. purple yeah like, I get you. You, you. you, you're so sure of yourself. Mm. So sure, and I think because I, I, like I said, I live with my grand, so I'd been dealing with some of her health stuff, so I knew certain signs with certain things. Mm. So I, I knew that. So we went through that for, for a few months, and then just, you know, went on and lost him in January. And I'm sorry to hear. That. I know. I know that was a really tough time for you. It was tough, but thank you for being there then and now. <laughs> you know, a little background for for the listeners. So I've known Hinali for a really long time. I think I would say that we got probably closer over the last five years. Yeah, probably. You know, but we went to school together. Hinali was a year above me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually good friends with uh, your partner Aaron mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. before I became friends with you. Yeah. And and obviously Hinali is also a client on the side, but I don't like to call her that. I'd ra- I rather call you my friend. Um, and yeah, man. Yeah, so we've known each other. Yeah, you're right. Five years. Five years. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Five years. And thank you for always, you know, booking with me. I know you did uh, my, you know, my course at the time with me. And and honestly, thank you for supporting me always. Always. You know, on a little. Always. Praise you before the end. You're (laughs) sick, man. Thank you always. And for coming on here and sharing on that. But I know, I know that time was really, really, it was a tough time for you. Yeah, it was a tough time. And it it made me think about a lot. Mm. You know, like, basically, I had this thing in my head, like, people will die when they're done. Mm. with what they need to do on this earth cool okay and that's controversial i know and like yeah trust me i get if people don't believe in that i completely understand hey listen like i always tell all my guests it's the ain't shit podcast you say whatever you want like this is your time yeah. to, to speak your truth and what it is for you there's no yeah. judgment say your thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> say it's your piece yeah. yeah i feel like you know he had done what he had to do mm. so basically towards the end he was in icu mm-hmm. i told him i'm gonna look after my grandma so what it, what came of the swollen legs if you don't want me oh asking. no not at all so that was in march yeah that was like march the 9th 2018 mm-hmm. uh we went for tests we went i'm telling you from march to september mm. just tests cool just tests mm. two days after my birthday he got told he had lupus okay so it was a diagnosis so his uh-huh. kidneys were failing wow which was making his heart a bit weak which is causing the retention in his legs, legs the water retention yeah okay exactly mm. and then he said lupus so they had to put him on like um the doctor described it as a chemotherapy type of drug i think there's a lot of stuff like that they treat it's all to, to treat hepatitis c and there's different type of and it's like a chemotherapy co- very similar exactly mm. exactly mm. so every i think it was every tuesday my work were just amazing yeah. let me take every single tuesday off that's nice of them yeah went for six to eight hours just sat in hammersmith hospital mm. i'd play cards by myself because sometimes my dad was in the mood sometimes he wasn't oh, um so yeah we, we'd done that and he had lupus and then unfortunately it turned into like pneumonia um but the lupus was it was it was going quick was it quite aggressive it was so aggressive so mm. we caught it at stage four kidney failure and that's like wow. the last stage mm. so although like you know we we're doing everything like he was losing weight i was trying to feed him everything mm. like healthily he was getting cold because of like everything yeah i bought him north face jackets like i was like keep warm. you know you Stay do everything warm. yeah of course you do yeah you do yeah, yeah and just before he passed he passed in january that diwali so this is two diwalis ago now mm-hmm. Um, I took him to the temple. We had such a nice day. Like when I say to you, like 
God made like someone oh, made you know, that happen. I'm about happen. to cry. You know, I listen to this too. I'm about to cry. Oh my days, guys! It's the first time. You know, it's I think because I, I know you and I know your relationship with your dad, and it, I think it's just yeah, yeah. It was it was mad, but like mm. those things happen for a reason. Yeah. Like we were just saying. Yeah. You know? So took him to the temple. It's such a nice day. It was cold. Mm. Like it was cold, chilling, and that was November. And then um, yeah, December he went into hospital, mm. and you know started getting on. In January he passed away, and um. Mm. My boyfriend was on the t- uh, on the way to come see us. I was like, no, don't come because yeah. I think he's going to pass away. So send him a voice note. Mm. Before this, I'd said to my dad, I'm going to take care of my grandma. I'm going to take care of your sisters. I'm going to take care of your nieces. I'm going to take care of this person. I'm going to take care of that person. You don't worry. Like, yeah. If you need to go, just know. I've got you. Yeah, we're, we're good. It's okay. Mm. And um, he wasn't going. He was holding on. I was like, I don't know what. I, I don't know. What, like, Is he going to get better? The doctor was like, no, if he stays with us he's going to be like this like a vegetable basically yeah. Got you, yeah and i was like that's it that was his worst fear yeah and i yeah i can only imagine i mean i can only imagine yeah yeah and so my boyfriend sent a voice note on whatsapp mm. i played it by my dad's ear mm. bearing in mind he's basically like he's sedated completely played the voice note six minutes later dad just passes away mm. so i was like that's what he needed to hear mm. like he just needed to hear that i would be taken care of by yeah. someone else and that's mad. Oh. <laughs> I'm very honest. I don't know what's going on with me today, but yeah, it's mad, right? Like mm. it just showed. Well, it showed me everyone's got a, their job here, yeah. yeah. And when things are taken care of, they can peacefully really leave. pass. Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? I completely understand. Yeah. And I just needed him to know that we ha- we all have ha- things handled here. Like yeah. you don't worry. You go rest. You chill. You do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that made me start to really think about my spirituality, like proper. I started counselling after he passed away. Yeah, I was just like, I don't know how to deal with this. Mm. Like, there's so many. Emotions. What was your What was your mental health like after he passed away? If you could like put it into words, um, it was a shambles. Yeah, it was like really bad. Like mm. it was. Um, there was no anxiety. Mm. It was almost like the opposite, where I didn't care about anything. Okay, and so more like a reckless almost. Yeah. Okay. So like. I would go work, like I said to you before, and I uh, work in quite a social company. Like, they, mm. they do lots of stuff. I'd go work, put my head down, work, leave. Like, mm. I don't remember feeling emotions. I don't rem- Do you know what I mean? Like, I was mm. just... I was there. I was Like, like going through the motions? Yeah. I was like this this ghost. Mm. Like, this zombie. I just didn't feel stuff. Yeah. Um, And then, like, I... Oh, God. Like, it. I think um, I wasn't in denial. Mm. I knew it happened. But what happened was because in the daytime, my mechanism was to like pretend nothing was happening. Yeah. At nighttime, I'd have all these vivid dreams, like him coming back and then mm. him being sicker than before. And it was just like I'd wake up like in tremors, like, yeah. like scared, like what's going on? Mm. I had more migraines than during that period yeah. that I'd ever had in my life. Mm. I was this weird person where I'd be cool for like five, six days. And then on the seventh, eighth day, I'd just been the whole day crying. Couldn't you can't like you can't ask me why I was crying? Mm. Maybe because I wanted chocolate. Maybe because I was hungry. Maybe because I thought about my dad. But yeah. whatever it was, you, it's this thing that took over you. Mm. I started to realize I can't do this. Like I can't live like this. Mm. I need to see someone. Yeah. Tried to go to a no, I don't want to say normal therapist, but went generic, to, generic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, she was asking me these questions, and I was like, I don't like your tone. <laughs> <laughs> just, Listen, sometimes it really be like that, you know. Yeah, weird. She just said some mad things to me. She was like, um, <laughs> she goes, oh, maybe you took after your dad to protect your ego. And I was like, well, 
what are you on, lady? You're 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 analyzing this the wrong way. <laughs> and I was like, maybe in some universe that might be true, but mm. I don't need you to tell me that. As on our first meeting, no thanks. I'm a therapist. You think like, yo, d- did anyone give you a crash talk course in empathy? Like, are they just handing out these therapy tickets? Like, that, you know what I mean? Like, if this is the case, I definitely need a job here. <laughs> Literally, at least I could do it somewhat properly. Like, <laughs> it was mad because like I know they're meant to ask you questions yeah. and only say certain things, mm. but that question I felt it was so guided. Yeah, it was such a. a you're not really t- asking me, are you? are Telling me. So it's like a loaded statement. It's just, yeah. it's just like that's that's like an opinion almost, yeah. rather than an ali- like like analyzing something. You're just giving your opinion at that point, especially on the first meet. Mm. Then one of my friends was like to me, "Oh, uh, here's this late lady's number. Go yeah. see her. Um, she's she's spiritual." And I was like, "Do I do I need that in my life right now?" Like, mm. and I was like, "You know, what? I'm I'm willing to try it. Let yeah, me, let me try." So I went to her first session. All this woman did was give me a peppermint tea and really? I broke down. <laughs> I was just like, what? She told me things um, spiritually mm. that I either needed to hear or didn't need to hear, but but liked to have heard. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like she was she was like, um, you know, like your dad's okay. Like your dad's fine. Like mm. he just wants you to work on you now. Does your throat hurt? And I was like, yeah, it's been hurting for some time. You know, and I was like, yeah, yeah, my throat hurts. She was like, yeah, he's telling you to speak your truth. You're not speaking your truth. I was just like, you know, like all these things, and like I know some people don't believe it. That's fine, but yeah. it hit it, it hit me differently, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I need to do something about this. And people have said to me for a long time, you've got a spiritual inclination, mm. but it wasn't the money maker. It's not the done thing. I didn't follow. I was scared. Like, yeah, as an Asian girl, what be self employed? Are you mad? Mm. Like, what, what? 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 No, it's going against the grain, isn't it? Yeah. Being self employed in in our communities. That's it. Yeah, and it's safe. Like it's safe to work. Somewhere safe. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. financially, all sorts of safe. I think we're we're always pushed in the corner, especially as women, um, to 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 pick a safe career choice. You know, yeah. Whether that be in finance, whether that be in medicine, whether that be in, it's just a pick something safe. Just do it, no matter what. Job security overrides any overrides pleasure, passion, and any, anything like that. This is it. Mm. And I used to meet people that used to say, "I love what I do," and I was like, "I'd like to feel like that." That's, that's that's a cool feeling like yeah you know and then after that moment i started talking to my boyfriend's mom who mm. is super spiritual she's great she's i've had great. the i've had the pleasure of doing her wedding week yeah. so yeah what, what what kind of what does she bring to the table for you she done my first ever healing session this is going back years and years and years and that yeah. stopped me from having migraines i think six months in a row interesting so when that happened mm. obviously you think you keep things in the back of your mind and you're, you're kind of Thinking about it, but not acting on it because mm. that's what that's what I do. Like, yeah, and then um, when I just felt so in tune with everything, I felt like oh, like I felt good, like mm. I felt healthy, I felt nice, I felt stable. And I started talking to her about the whole thing. She's like, "You you do have a spiritual inclination. Mm. Like you need to do something about it." Yeah, so I was like, "Okay." So that got me into my meditation. That got me into all of that stuff. Yeah. But most importantly, like it's. It's um, opened my mind mm-hmm. to so much, like how certain foods that I can eat can affect my energy. Mm. They can affect my brain, and then my spirituality is messed. Yeah, and then I start thinking negative thoughts, and that's when my mental health takes a dip. Mm-hmm. And then 
I start to to just spiral out. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's this chain. Mm-hmm. So I I guess going back to your first question, even though it's taking me ten minutes out. Listen, it. this is cool. Don't <laughs> I? I am completely. I've been staring at you the whole time. Like I am so engrossed in this conversation. Like I'm learning so much because I. Th- then the reason why I had you on is because I obviously I come from a Muslim background, but I do have. I've always been told as well, like from people, that I have a spiritual inclination and I should really tap into that. And uh, remember, this is just, I'm digressing. We're going to come back to whatever, us talking. And, uh, you know, there was a time, I remember my cousin came over and he he told me about astral projection. Mm Mm-hmm. And for for our listeners, astral projection is, is it's like lucid dreaming, but like to another level. Like when you when you're, I guess they say your outer body leaves yeah. and you're in the actual atmospheric world. This is a lot of jargon for you guys, but hopefully you're not <laughs> understanding. But your body actually leaves, and I remember him telling me about, it and he he knew a girl that had completely mastered astral projection. But obviously, in my religion, it's something that's forbidden okay it's forbidden to practice yeah 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 so this is why for me it's always like a yeah it's it's forbidden to practice and it's almost frowned upon because you are you're going into a different realm and it's something maybe that the average person couldn't carry or hold or fathom Mm. but a lot of people can do it naturally a lot of people are just born with these kind of Mm -hmm. gifts right so he told me about and he knew a girl who could astral project uh, while being you know in this state normally and she could switch things off and move stuff and and obviously anyone listening right now is thinking yo this is a bunch of gin stuff you know like this is some yeah. judge this is some crazy shit but it's actually real a lot of people practice it i know monks in certain buddhist communities mm-hmm. they also practice astral projection so that was my first kind of uh path into kind of uh, i wouldn't say holistic healing but kind of spirituality yeah. and, that, and that kind of stuff and yeah i tra- i practiced it once I practiced it once. I remember I'd smoked a joint. I got yeah. super high, and I was I was practicing for it's a couple. Of, yeah, I was practicing for a couple of months, right? And I couldn't get it. I'd get to the point where you know they say it's a vibration stage yeah. where you vibrate mm-hmm. out. This is, everyone listens to everything. You are fucking crazy, like honestly. <laughs> but it's real, yeah. You don't want to believe me? Don't believe me. But I was vibrating out, and then uh, you'd come back, and then you can go in sleep paralysis yeah, in that moment, exactly, right? Yeah. There's so many times I was going in sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis is fucking scary because you feel like you're dying. Yeah. And um. I, would, I was depressing person. And one night I just smoked a J and I read online that eating mangoes could heighten your high. It's the perfect reason to eat mangoes. And this has come back to the, the food and what you eat and, and what can take. And because it, it has a. So there's something in mangoes that when it interacts with THC, it changes the balance and can, can just intensify your high, right? That's mad. So I literally just thought, this is the day. And I remember, I think I must have been around 21, 22. I've smoked this zoo. I've just laid down in my bed. I've gone into the position. So you lie flat with your palms facing up, right? Mm-hmm. And I and I managed to do it. That's bad. I ma- it was bro. It was a crazy. It didn't last long. I think no. it was about maybe a minute or two. But I had to. In I remember being in that state. So I, I vibrated out of my out of my state, and then I was just hovering over in my room. I remember being. And I went downstairs and I came back upstairs and I had and I thought, okay, how do I make this? So when when my actual when I come back into my actual body, do I know that I've done this? Let me move something. Let me. D-. And I remember I had my zoot there, and in my astral body, like whatever. I could could have been hallucinating. This could all be fake, guys, yeah? <laughs> I just picked up my zoot and I ashed it on the floor. And I was like, cool, when I get back into my body and I wake up out of this state, there's going to be ash on the floor, isn't it? Yeah, there has to be. Right? So yeah. I woke up in the morning, woke up, then, boom, ash on the floor. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, I finally did it. But then, And then, obviously, because of my religion and stuff, I never practiced it again. Of I course, didn't. Yeah. I, that was just a personal choice. Like, and 
but I respect anybody who still does it and, and all that kind of stuff. I find it so cool. I think it's one of the coolest things. And I think this comes back to the point of spirituality and stuff like that. I, don't, I think as human beings, we really don't understand our power. We do not. We're so um, unaware of the powers that we have and, and that what, what we can unlock and how food and stuff does have and what we intake into our body has such an impact on your spiritual being as a human. Mm-hmm. Like outside of all this, you know, mumbo jumbo and flying out of our bodies, the impact it has on your on your being and as your, a person. Whether you get anything from it or not, mm. Mm. this is it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's 100%. And do you know what? Like you said, everyone's got a physical being. That's us. That's in our body. That's yeah. our brain, blah, blah. Every one of us has a spiritual being too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether you tap into it, that's up to you or not. The way I see it is like, if you've got something there, use it. Right? Like, use it. You're going to get so much. You're going to reach your full potential in every capacity. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to lose if you try and you don't? Right? Like, what? Have you ever tried to astral project? Never. Nah. You scared? I'm, do you know, I'm not scared. But what it is, is in my dreams, mm. certain things come to me anyway. Cool. I've never tried to control myself, but I do want to try it. I'm not going to lie to you. Listen, give it a go. Honestly, I, 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 even one of my friends is really interested in it. I've told him as well, just give it a go. Why not? Like, it's something, it's, I think the, the most part I found really profound about that was the actual practicing part. Mm. Because I think when you're practicing to reach that level and pra- practicing spirituality and all that, even when you're practicing yoga, even when you're practicing all types of things, yeah, there's there's a there's a thing in the process in the process I'm say process in the process <laughs> that makes it so profound and so life changing that even if you don't practice, it's the the journey that got you to the place that you can do it and can master it is such a beautiful and unraveling journey that I think everyone should go on in their own type of way listen that journey teaches Mm. you discipline focus everything because you're doing it for you Mm. you're not doing it for like somebody else you're not doing it to get paid Mm -hmm. you're doing it for you so you're you're experiencing the full capacity of that journey right and the journey is the best part of it it is it honestly it truly is it truly is i think in the journey you see um your points of weakness like when you said yeah. like you know when, when you first went to see that woman like you couldn't even get your voice out and it's just like she's the one to tell you that you're not speaking your truth yeah. i think it's it's through this spiritual journey especially with your mental health you unravel just so much and it's so overlooked holistic healing and spirituality and stuff low-key overlooked in mental health you know oh, we don't yeah, yeah. i think it's not the first port of call and it even comes back to last week when i was talking about faith-based stuff within the black community and, and faith-based kind of mental health things those sort of things spirituality is all overlooked when it comes to mental health you know where f- the first you've said is medication yeah is pills take mm. this pill and that pill and take you know take this pharma drug we're trialing this new drug we're trialing this new drug like i see it, i've seen it with my parents you know with their blood pressure and stuff yeah. like that like my dad's on like he takes like seven pills a day literally literally and i'm not taken away from doctors the nhs any of that i'm mm-hmm. not i'm not disputing what those pills do mm-hmm. what i would say though is like i wish we could as a society learn mm-hmm. to fix it in those years leading up to it so he doesn't need to take those seven pills yeah so he's looking after it from when he's like 10 years his younger do you know what i mean of like, course yeah and that's the part where holistic healing so holistic healing mm-hmm. is you know you, you if anyone's a driver you take your car to for an mot yeah. they don't just check the light bulb they yeah. check everything, everything. Mm-hmm. and that's what holistic healing is yeah so it's like the f- not only the food that i eat 
but the food that I see, so like my the news that I watch, mm-hmm. the people I surround myself with, this is all a part of all a part of it. Mm-hmm. Every single like the my discipline. So do I wake up? Do I meditate? Do I exercise? Mm-hmm. Um, any kind of exercise is going to release good hormones. Yeah, it's going to pump that. Mm-hmm. It's going to help your mental health. Yeah, you're going to be more focused. You're going to sleep better because trust me, you're going to be more tired. <laughs> do you know? Like, exactly. It yeah. has this, and it's like holistic health to me is like um. Don't come to me just for me to check your kidneys. Don't come to me just for me to check your liver. Come to me. Let's talk about everything. Mm -hmm. Because another kind of worms I'm about to open up is that like (laughs) all this physical stuff that happens to us is because there's another trauma going on. Mm. Something has manifested this illness, whether it's stress, whether it's trauma, whether it's loss, grief. Something has happened for you to either eat badly, binge, drink. Yep. It's caused something. Mm-hmm. So for me, when my dad got told he had lupus, I wasn't even surprised. Yeah. That's the mad thing because I knew this guy's been through so much trauma in his life. Yeah, that has manifested this illness. Mm. So to me, it's like if we had someone had helped him with his anxiety, his depression back then, then. maybe we could have healed something. Mm. And I'm not saying depression needs to be fixed. Yeah, but worked with mm. like managed properly yeah and i took him to the hospital the doctor was like tim i think you might have anxiety do you know what that is he goes i think it's something behind my heart i was like oh that's just so cute oh even the way you said that like it's something behind my heart like you know when you pick up on stuff like that and it's just like I, it's it probably really is something deep in your heart mm-hmm. that's that does make you feel mm. like that you know that does make you feel on edge sweaty can't breathe like yeah because you know you think when you when you think about anxiety you just think, I, whenever I think about it, when I get really anxious, I just think, you're my heart, bro. Like, this is yeah. something in my heart that I can't shake. And Yeah. And when I when I get it, I can't think about anything else. Mm. People be like, oh, distract yourself. It's like, but that's the whole point. I can't. <laughs> Don't tell me to fix it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, and to me, like, so much of this can be, I'm not saying I've got all the answers mm. to make everyone in the world better. Yeah. But... I feel like if we took care of our emotions, our spiritual side, mm. everything, the wiring in us would be healthier, mm. you know, because you love yourself enough to eat good food. You eat good food that's going to fuel you to work yeah. out or exercise or walk. Mm-hmm. That's going to lead you to sleep better. That's all the, all the things that you it's, need. Honestly, it really is. It honestly really is. You know, you, it's going to teach you to manage your relationships. Relationships are primary food mm. like the people you keep around you are, are what you consume Forget- they're like your source of energy isn't it yeah mm. you either take it from them and leave them drained <sighs> or they drain you or you're nice like mutual understanding yeah it's 50 50 everywhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it's coming back to the point about draining like i know a lot of people on instagram there's a lot of memes that fire around and sometimes i get dms about people and friends and family and like how when you're around a certain person, they can literally drain your energy. Yeah. And like, I've always felt like when I, ha- when I, when I do come across them, like I do, like sometimes you'll, you'll meet someone and you'll spend a day or maybe a couple of hours with them. And the moment you step away from them, you feel completely exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people like, that's an indicator that that's somebody that you should definitely not be around. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to a dinner recently and when I left, like I was, it was with my closest friends. There were some people there that I didn't really know. Mm-hmm. And there's like one girl in particular, like, when I stepped away from that conversation, I just like, I told my friends after, I was like, in future, I don't think I could be even in around, around that person. Like, so they don't, some people are energy zombies. Mm. That's the way it is. And you know what? They, they need healing in their own way. 
But you can't be responsible for fixing it because we're not. We cannot be responsible for fixing everyone because trust me, we will I really love that you said that though because I feel like a lot of people need to hear that. Yeah. It's not your responsibility to heal people. No. Your responsibility is for yourself and how and how you heal you. That's yeah. your main... And, you know, last week my guest said that, you know, it's really selfish but I only focus on myself and I, and I have to say, like, you have to. That's not selfish. It's not it's selfish at all. It's self-love. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is an act of... To take care of yourself, purest form of self-love literally you know and you know coming back to what you said about food and like what you put mm, into your body like mm-hmm. have you ever had like had a moment where you've you've ate something or you've had something and it's like had a neg- negative effect yeah so for me mm-hmm. my emotions can be reflected in my diet okay if i'm sad you'll catch me eating bad because mm. i think i need comfort mm. when actually i should be eating the healthy stuff because that's going to comfort me the most yeah yeah so for me it's like something like pizza is my <laughs> enemy like, i love it yeah i love pizza when she it's comfort yeah but it don't agree with me it doesn't mm. like me mm. and i'll wake up the next day i might feel bad you know i might feel groggy mm. you know when you wake up and you still feel tired that's a good indication that you haven't been fueled correctly because no amount of sleep can fix what you've put in your body mm. if it doesn't fuel you right mm. then don't have it but Everyone is so individual. What work like pizza don't work for me, but pizza might be great for you. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're all so different and mm. you can't tell someone how to live their life. But obviously the more natural it is, the more from the earth it is, mm. the more likely it is gonna be to fuel you correctly. Mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> So tell us a bit more about your page, um, Holistic Within. And by the way, I love I I love the name. Is it Holistic Within or Within? Ah, so it's a, it's Holistics with Hin or Within. So it's like a play on words. Yeah, I love it, man. So we kid. I, I can't take credit. <laughs> but um, Aaron came up with it. Oh, okay. But it's fine, it's mine, isn't it? We'll, so. get, we'll, we'll let him know that that was a good one. Um, so it's Holistics Within because obviously you're working on in mm-hmm. to out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also with Hin. Yeah, with we, yeah. <laughs> um, So like the whole reason f- for me wanting to set that up is because like, I feel social media is like saturated with people trying to fix the outside. Mm. Like, I love a good skincare page. I love a good makeup page. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm obsessed with it. My whole feed is that. <laughs> but at the same time, like, there's so much trauma inside that mm. we're not listening to. We're not dealing with it. Like, yeah. we just put it to the side because we think it might get fixed tomorrow. It'll be mm. fine. But there's no cream, no tablet, nothing like that can fix it. Yeah. So. The page for me was like a little bit of like my journey. What am I going through? Because I go through the motions. Like mm-hmm. like you said, I'm not perfect. Like mm. far from it. But also with this like studying that I'm doing to be a health coach. Like I want to I wanna let people know it's okay to come to this place and feel safe. Yeah. I don't want people to sign me up and pay me all this money. I just want people to know. This is a safe place. This is a safe place. Like mm. there's education out here. Yeah. Let's, let's look at all the education. I'm open to everything. If you've got an argument to say that your side of thinking is shit, like <laughs> the tablets are the way forward, tell me, show me. I want to mm. learn. Yeah. Um, But the most important thing is like, don't feel bad about how you feel. Mm. Ever. If you're depressed, if yeah. you've just binge eaten, mm. hating yourself, punishing yourself is never going to fix anything. So learn from every single thing we're doing and let's fix it tomorrow. Let's make tomorrow better. Let's make the day after even better. And then in turn, you start doing that to yourself. The people around you will start to get healed. It's not your responsibility. I stand by mm. that. But without realizing you'll be healing people around you. It's like you. a ricochet effect, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. 
100% like happy people want to be around happy people misery loves company consciousness which is really sad so I, I I just I think my message as well like going forward with social media and, and trying to balance it and how I'm thinking of things is just I have to remind people that like until we don't heal ourselves and it's come back to what you said until we don't heal ourselves until we don't look inwards and have that introspection and, and connect with ourselves on a spiritual level we're not going to get that engagement that we really want happening 100%. even online even like even thinking about it on our platforms and stuff anywhere anywhere like if you don't love yourself or have love for yourself or the interest of heal yourself mm-hmm. trust me you can't have relationships with anyone not meaningful ones anyway like it's mad and it's not maybe it's not legendary i don't know maybe it's not i mm. don't know i was on the way here driving here mm. And a cadet song came on, just oh, on my yeah. playlist. And it was a letter to crap. And it was like, one of the lines was, um, when I started loving myself, that's when I could finally love you too. And I was just like, my God. Mm. Like, he's so right. He's talking about it in his song. And his, like, his demographic are men. Yeah. But because it's in a way they can digest, because mm-hmm. they don't have to tap into what scares them, and maybe what they could uncover, they can hear that. Mm. But when you start to get them to think about... Think about it. How are you feeling? Think about it. And this maybe comes down to the fact that maybe men don't want to listen to this alternative lifestyle. Yeah. Maybe they're scared about what they'll find. What they'll uncover, right? When, yeah. Even when we're talking about our dads and stuff, like respectively, and I think about my dad and when it comes to mental health and, and how he didn't like always address, he didn't he doesn't like addressing stuff. He really doesn't. He just prefers to take a Salfadine, pop a Salfadine and, and just go. Keep it under the carpet and, and not talk about it. And I think, I think that's really important what you said. I think they don't, like to look into that alternative side, you know, and maybe in the fear of that 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 won't work, and they've just made themselves so vulnerable. Yes, that vulnerability. You're right. Interesting, actually. Cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, whoever you are. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so we had some questions from our followers that we're going to go through right now. Um, Hinali's going to read them out. Yes. And then we'll answer them together. Some of them we might have answered. We'll just go over them. Yeah, we'll just skim over them. Yeah, anyway. we'll just go over them. So someone's asked, "How does holistic healing work?" Do you want to quickly just go over and abbreviate? Yeah. So to cut things short, however you want it to, but holistic healing means whole health. It means your whole self in every capacity from your head to your toe to the spiritual part of you that you can't see. So I would say the whole point of holistic healing is to go in, find the root cause of the problem and fix it that way. Um, it's not putting a band-aid a plaster not popping pills that that calms it that numbs it or what what holistic healing is is healing from the outside in outs in inside out <laughs> inside out yeah that was definitely a question for hins and, and not me <laughs> so this one's good i think you might be able to answer this one cool what music helps you relieve recurring stress um i do so i love i love all types of music i think a lot of people don't know i listen to all kinds of music from from african music to indian music to spanish music to all types french whatever but my favorite genre to like unwind and chill i would probably say jazz Mm. i like a lot of jazz um yeah i like a lot of jazz jazz helps me chill unwind i like a lot of classical music as well um the Swan Song by Schubert is one of my favourites. A lot of people don't know that. I do like a lot of classical kind of music and um, helps me just relax. R&B is a good one too, on a good vibe, mm. you know. Just chilled out music. Music's really important to me. I need I need music in my life. Yeah. And you know what? This question's interesting because this is up to you. Mm-hmm. What, what relieves you of your stress? Do you know what I mean? Like, 
for me, sometimes even religious music recently yeah. has been helping me. Mm-hmm. Um, that never used to happen, mm-hmm. but yeah. But sometimes now it'll be something that I can cry to. Some form of Beyonce that I can cry to. That yeah. that can even help relieve my stress because I just needed to cry. I didn't know it. You know, and I, I, see, a lot of people are like, I don't listen to music because it makes me cry. And I always say, like, why are you afraid of the crying process? Mm, that's healing. You know, it's healing. I think a lot of people don't know that crying is such a massive healer. Like the other day I was feeling really 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 low because obviously it's, it's the anniversary of highly passing away so for me that's always such a tough time yeah, of the year so sorry, yeah. that's cool mean. <laughs> and um, it's always such a, such a tough time of the year and i just one day i was i, I realized i was holding back the tears and i realized i do that every year mm. when it comes to, i just like nope i'm not gonna cry i'm gonna celebrate him i'm not gonna cry i'm not gonna cry yeah. and then on i think it was on sunday sunday morning i was just in bed and i just cried good I just, I was like, you know what? No, I, I put on some music. I put music that like we, me and him would listen to. And I just cried. I just cried, I cried, I cried. And literally, once I stopped crying, I got out of bed. I felt better. Mm-hmm. I washed my face. I had a shower. And actually, coming back to the whole shower, um, the shower thing, talking about that, I read a post today on Instagram. And it was from one of my friends who also is into like massively into like holistic healing and spirituality. She wrote a post and she was like, I think people underestimate the fact that having a shower and immersing yourself in water like how important that is for your body and for healing. And crying is just that, you know, you, you need to cleanse yourself of all the bad and ill feelings that you're feeling. And I think we should never, ever, like, not listen to something or not do something or not think, because it will make you cry. You should Crying should not be something that will shun. My dad was really tough love, so he never allowed me to cry. <laughs> You know, like yeah. you know how they are, isn't it? They just shout at you when you start crying. And you just like yeah, it makes you cry more because you're like, no, I don't know why I'm being told off. <laughs> Am I meant to cry? Am I not meant to cry? I'm meant to be soft? Not meant to. And I think nah, just you're hearing it from us today. Crying is a healer. Don't be yeah. afraid to cry. And if you don't cry, that's okay too. Mm. There's nothing wrong with you if you don't cry. Just be comfortable. Like the reason music, showers, all that are like uh, good healers is because they're sensory stimuli, right? Mm. So when you're like um stimulating your senses like you touch something like so my therapist said to me if you get a cushion and you hug it Mm. like that might make you cry and trust me anything (laughs) makes me cry anyway (laughs) but like certain movies certain music so sound baths why are they so good like they trigger certain things emotions in you all you're doing is letting it come out Mm -hmm. you know so crying is all right crying is cool man yeah so uh this next one is a bit long i'm gonna just um abbreviate yeah so what are your thoughts on pharmaceutical options um and then there's like an opinion as well Mm -hmm. and then would either of you take the covid vaccine i was gonna actually ask you about that you know that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and if not what alternatives are you looking into that that's a question for my grandma i'm not gonna lie to you but yeah um so the first one is Uh thoughts on pharmaceutical options um so actually i'm somebody like i said sometimes you hear me talk you probably think i'm some sort of conspiracy theorist whatever but um yeah i i'm i wouldn't say i'm anti i don't agree i don't ever take paracetamol unless i'm really dying mm-hmm. i remember i had a i had a kidney problem a couple of years ago and my friend had to take me to hospital oh, and um the doctor was trying to put like there was a pill that they had to put inside me rather than me swallow it and i was i because i wouldn't i wouldn't give i wouldn't take any pills they were going to give me to swallow i'm not swallowing i'm not i'm not doing it and then yeah they had to insert it into me and and that was it after that moment i don't think i've taken a pill or a vaccine or even recently doctors trying to give me some antibiotics and i've just been doing my research into herbal medicine and Mm. i actually i think i was telling you about this like i want to start my own like holistic um health kind of 
brand i'm working on it in the mm. background i don't want to talk about it too much but it's about like you know in asian culture i don't know what they call it in your language but i've heard this term like in urdu and it's, it's called like jerry booty okay and they make like um these herbal medicines uh, with different herbs into like powders and you drink them yeah and i'm just going on that kind of thing recently i got some ajwain water which is like an arabic type of water which yeah. is really good for your stomach it's so good for digestion yeah and it's just stuff like that like i'm just going because both of my grandmas you would think they have a pharmacy in their mm. house it's all just different powders and my grandma's never ever tried to put any of that on me mm. as i started researching and understanding about some of this stuff i was talking to my grandma the other day she's like what are you doing i said oh i just drank some um ashwanda water mm. yeah and she's like oh you take that too i was like oh yeah you do too she was like yeah like, don't buy it from amazon though like, <laughs> you know, I've, got, I've got the real stuff at home oh yeah yeah so a lot of this yeah you're, you're right um mm-hmm. A lot of this alternative stuff does help. And, and pharmaceuticals, that shouldn't. I think it shouldn't be the first port of call. We shouldn't be looking at that for our first, you know. Yeah, it's, it's so interesting because uh, I'm, I'm Indian, got mm. so many doctors in the family. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm not taking away from anything anyone does because they do a great job. Doctors yeah. do, everyone, they do a great job, yeah. Mm. But I just always think, like, look within, like, what's going on? Um, second question, with any, with either of you take the COVID vaccine, if not, what alternatives are you looking into? You go first. I, I also lost one. Um, <laughs> so based on the current evidence, probably no, I wouldn't be taking it. Mm-hmm. Just some, just some, you know, for the people that, that want to hear the medicinal side of stuff. Um, they're talking about it being 90% effective. But my cousin, who's a doctor, mm-hmm. a GP, um, has said it is being presented in a misleading way. Mm-hmm. Um basically not enough people were put on the study to show that it's 90 percent effective so Mm. let's say you've got two people and it works on one of them then Mm. it's gonna be what 50 percent effective right Mm. that doesn't necessarily mean it works on half people it's two people yeah so just weigh up your options do a little bit more research um like i said i wouldn't be taking it anytime soon i don't know how many people would need to be tested on for me to take it Mm. um because i don't know who's gonna put themselves forward but uh yeah, do your own research, I think. Definitely, do your own research into it. I think for me personally, like I said, I don't want to be sounding too much of a conspiracy theorist. And guys, do not live your life looking at me. You know, I'm no idol or role model. But yeah, I I put up a post the other day and I said that they're going to have to they're going to have to drag me into my grave before they make me take a vaccine. If it's going to be like a mandatory, no. I don't, no. There's, if, if it, like, talking briefly on the conspiracy theorist thing, yeah. If it's going to be a mandatory vaccine, no, nah, you're going to have to just... You're going to have to strap me to a bed and give it to me. It's really, you're really going to have to force me to take this because there's no way. The way I'm living my life now and the way I'm, how I feel about pharmaceutical companies and how I feel about capitalism and stuff like yeah. that, there's just no way. There's Yeah, I'll have to keel over and die before you force it onto me. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed um, this episode of the Ancient Podcast um, with me, your host, Sammy, and my co-host today, um, Hinali. I'm just going to get Hinali to repeat her social media handles for you guys. Yeah, so thanks for listening, everyone. So my handles are Holistics Within. Uh, feel free to follow me there. Message me if you want any advice or anything. Um, yeah, I'm free to follow. <laughs> Look forward to seeing you there. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. And remember, if you have any questions for the Ancient Podcast or if you'd like to be a guest on the Ancient Podcast, um, please just DM, DM us on Instagram at the Ancient Podcast. Um, email us. Um, yeah. If any of you guys want to come on, I'd love to have you on. And yeah, thanks guys. Bye.